0: I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton, and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. Hey everyone and welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast, I'm your host Bella Hilton. And just like what we're going to talk about today, the holidays are coming up if not upon us for many people. Like in Australia, where I am right now, the holidays very much start around now. But yes, in less than a week it is Christmas and a host of other things that people celebrate at the same time of of year like Hanukkah uh, and things like that. And of course, The holidays and these celebrations have become synonymous with family, have they not? Family gatherings, family interactions, spending a lot of time together, right? for some of us having to confront the demons of our family dynamics you know, the dad that doesn't like to talk about feelings or anything emotional, the weird uncle or aunt who has no idea and no tact, you know, uh, the mother who guilts us into coming back and moving back to our hometown. I don't know, like there's all these family dynamics we can have and also having to deal with seeing all those families, maybe your siblings and their kids, for example, maybe that's something that trips you up. And if it's not that, Um, you know, it's, it's not that you don't love your siblings, right? And their kids, or maybe you don't, no judgment here. It's just that all of this can remind us of what we don't have in our lives, right? It all reminds you that you don't have your family, your nuclear family, that you don't have that little one to see open their Christmas presents and the joy on their face, right? The excitement of sharing in new traditions that you'll make together. Or maybe you get a bit more ignored because you don't have kids to spoil by the grandparents. I mean, gosh, there are just so many different family dynamics out there and so many different scenarios for people that can make Christmas and the holiday season quite so tough. It's multi-layered. And some families medicine and all about your private affairs and overbearing and some families are like silent and don't seem to understand the emotional toll it's all taking and some families just want to say all the wrong things right and heaven forbid if someone chooses this moment to announce their pregnancy because you're all together as a family and so they can tell you all face to face there are just so many pitfalls and so many things that are hard to avoid around the holidays. But I like to think that during the holidays, there are so many things that can go right as well. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. Here are my seven top tips for dealing with the holidays or looking at it differently. Number one is make the holidays about you when did Christmas or the holidays? And if I say Christmas, just interchange it with whatever you do, right? I'm not trying to be um, exclusive about Christmas, right? It's just, it's what I celebrate. Um, stop it. Stop the holidays being about something else. and start celebrating you. There is so much to be thankful for at the end of the year, making it through another year, for example, Look at you go, right? You've made it through another tough year, maybe. I'm sure there is a bunch of stuff that you've accomplished along the way because I know the women that I work with and they are amazing and often extremely accomplished. And I think the holiday time is about recognizing that and just relishing in it. Even if all you've got is, I survived this year, you know, make yourself a (laughs) t-shirt. I've been through a fucking lot and I made it, look at me go right? But also, I don't know about you, but I love Christmas, I think almost as much as I love my birthday. I don't know why, I, maybe it's I love decorating and putting up a tree and cooking a big meal and getting presents and giving presents, and to be honest with you, that's got little to do with family to me. It's just a big fat excuse to celebrate, We don't do this enough, let me tell you. So don't make Christmas mean something about failing or feeling less than when you've got so much celebrating of yourself to do. But I get it. Some of you aren't feeling celebrate okay? But I'm asking you to try to find those things that you can, right? Because you don't get to the other side and feeling better if you don't stretch yourself a little to start thinking differently, to start to think about what could be good or something that you can celebrate about yourself. It just reframes your whole holiday experience. Tip number two, if your family are a pain in the ass, limit your time with them. I want to give you options, people. What I mean is if you are going to be put into a family dynamic or a family situation, that's less than ideal, but you still choose to go. um, and yeah, it is a choice Then limit your time doing that. I know so many people feel so obligated to do what they're expected to do, but everything in life is a choice. You get to choose who you spend your time with. And I know it's not as easy as all that. I do get it. I live in the real world. But limiting your time with those people is a choice. Just maybe you should book yourself a big juicy holiday somewhere that's going to light you up rather than begrudgingly trying to sit through your holiday events with family that just leave you feeling more traumatized than if you'd stayed at home and watched paint dry. And your family may be lovely, but maybe you just can't this year, right? Because your brother had a baby and his wife got pregnant at the same time as you. So it just reminds you of what you're missing out on right now. Like those milestones, miscarriages are hard, right? Maybe it's right to protect yourself right now, not to run away. This isn't about always avoiding the situation, but right now it might be needed because you're drained from work. You're drained from failed IVF cycles and you just can't take another thing. The end of the year should really be about rejuvenating yourself. How are you going to do that? And you can do or not do these things, but I'm just trying to make you realize that you have choice. You really do. We limit ourselves so much trying to do the obligatory thing. It's a hard word to say sometimes. Tip number three. Let's get practical right now, coping strategies, you need to arm yourself with them, like get your Santa sack and get yourself a whole bunch of coping strategies. If you know some situation is going to be uncomfortable or confronting or otherwise, or you have the crazy Rello is going to like corner you, then be prepared. You aren't going to think of ways to cope on the spot when your nervous system is being cornered like a wild animal, right? You're going to cry, lash out and the like. But if you're armed with coping strategies, then you have more chance to get out of there alive and less traumatized from it all, right? And that's the key part to me, you know. We can do all the crying and things that we want in front of people. That doesn't bother me. What bothers me is people get more traumatized. And we want to get out of these experiences feeling a little less like that. In being prepared, know how much or how little you you want to share with people. That's key, right? Just because they're family doesn't mean they have an automatic right to know every detail of your fertility journey and your innermost hearts, wants, and desires, right? If they prove themselves to be people who protect your heart and that you can trust, that's different. But if they don't, they don't get to know. So prepare what you will say to people when they ask you about baby making plans, and it'll be different for different people. Uh, This, of course, depends on who they are to you, your relationship, and, and what you're comfortable saying. But if you don't want to talk about it, Find a phrase that shuts down the conversation. Like, when are you two going to have some babies? Answer, oh, I haven't got an exact date on that, but I'll let you know, right? A little bit cheeky, maybe. <laughs> or, we'll see what happens. Um, and if they do go on, you might have to say something like, I think this conversation's getting a little personal now for me. Do you want some eggnog? <laughs> right? Um, Or how's work going? You know, because finding a way to change the subject is a great way to control the conversation. As best you can, don't read into their comments with your emotions. When you buy into the emotion of the question, that's when you struggle. When your mind actually considers the question, don't consider it. Just think of it like they asked you if you want them to knit you another Christmas jumper, right? We'll see. What else is new for you, Aunt Jojo, (laughs) right? When are you going to have your babies? We'll see. What else is new for you? You might need to even set yourself up with a safe word with your partner so they can rescue you from the conversation or to even leave. Tip number four, learn to breathe. I know that sounds a little simple, and almost condescending so let me explain <laughs> okay okay I don't want to be that way sometimes we're taken by surprise with situations or questions we did our very best to stay above it all but whammo something happens that you least expected and you are not prepared breathing and counting are going to be your best friends so that you can get yourself to somewhere else so you can scream and cry appropriately You can do it in public, but it's not my favorite place to do it, so it might not be your favorite place. Breathing deeper and counting to four as you breathe in and out will help your body and emotions to stay calmer and your mind to stay distracted long enough to get you somewhere else or to cover up the sounds of someone droning on about something that you find really painful. Don't look down either, okay? The tendency here is we want to look at our feet because literally we want to run away, right? We're looking at our feet, like how do I make my exit? Body language is fascinating. We want to duck our heads so they can't look us in the eye because eye contact would be really confronting. But instead of looking down, look slightly up and slightly over their heads, It will keep your body more easily out of accessing the emotions that want to flood you at that point. This is a pure coping in the moment strategy, obviously, because after you do all that and remove yourself from the situation, you will need to get yourself somewhere to process all the crap you just heard or endured, right? I get that. Tip number five, be kinder to yourself. For goodness sake, we are so mean to ourselves Right, set your boundaries, take that holiday, have that massage, spoil yourself, whatever your weakness is, do that thing. Mine's eating ice cream, but I do that on a daily basis anyway. Because some of you have no problem spending on money on yourself, but maybe you don't spend it in the right way, or some of you are terrible at setting boundaries or whatever, right? Whatever it is that. You need to be kinder to yourself doing, setting boundaries, spending money yourself, whatever it is, then do that thing. In fact, when this podcast finishes today, write down three things that you can do for yourself over the holiday time to be kinder to yourself, or three things that will bring you joy and go and do them or implement them. Dream about having that holiday instead of visiting your family, whatever it is, I dare you to at least dream of doing it. For some of you, the dream is surrounding yourself with family because they're so far away in another country. Maybe try to do that or at least find a way to surround yourself with new family, like new friends that you have met where you're living now. Just be a whole lot kinder to yourself. Tip number six Relax your fertility diet just a bit. Forget about your supplements one day. The holidays are hard for food and drink often, right? And I know maybe you've been working so hard to eat cleanly and really do right by your body. And I think that's amazing. But honestly, a day or two of eating whatever you want isn't going to be the make or break. Allow yourself to eat a dessert, have a few glasses of wine. And, and maybe you were going to do that anyway. But I know sometimes it's just nice to hear someone else give you permission for it. So go right ahead. You deserve it to let your hair down. Don't even feel a second of guilt. It's not going to be the make or break, right? You need some balance in your life anyway. Tip number seven, set yourself a plan for what you're going to do for your fertility in 2023. I know oftentimes when my clients are at their worst is when they don't have things to really focus on for their fertility, because it makes them feel like they're, you know, floundering and going nowhere. I don't know what my plan is. I don't know where the next step is. And sometimes that thing doesn't even need to be strictly fertility related. Okay. But setting that plan for your brain makes going through the holidays feel a little easier because you know what you're going to do next. So getting back to that, sometimes it's not strictly fertility related. I literally set homework for my clients sometimes like prioritize your sleep, um, look into the yoga studio you want to join and uh, maybe allow yourself time to do nothing. If you're one of those people that's type A and can't leave things, like allow yourself time to do nothing. It doesn't look totally related to fertility, but believe me, it all matters because I'm always looking for ways to allow people to calm down their nervous system and it is different for everyone. Sometimes that's hypnosis. Sometimes that's self-permission to drink a glass of wine. Sometimes it's sitting down because they're always go, go, go. Even if you're taking a month's break or whatever is happening for you right now, focusing on you what brings you joy, celebrating yourself and keeping your nervous system as calm as possible will allow you to get through and maybe even, dare I say, enjoy some of this holiday time. I really wish you the best to this holiday season and I will see you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving a review so I can continue to deliver more great content that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation, and you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis, and visualization, how to use each one, and how they benefit you. And of course, some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day you'll receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis, or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.